Welcome to Wellversed, where we bring biblical principles of governance to governmental leaders and you. This is the Wellversed podcast. The first briefing tonight will be from Serena and Corey Dye, and they'll give us a 10-minute briefing on abolishing human trafficking in the United States through establishing a network of safe houses. They support women who are exploited through trafficking. They have a wonderful story to hear. So Serena and Corey die, and they'll also let us know what we can do to be a part of helping in this horrific manner. So thank you again. Let's hear for the next 10 minutes from Serena and Corey die. Thank you so much, Michelle. Yeah, thanks, Michelle. Thank you so much, uh, you guys, for all of your prayers and for the opportunity to share with you guys kind of the ministry that has unfolded with the Lord in our lives. So we are a part of a ministry that was birthed in 2017 called Changing the Culture. And essentially what happened was we were with a bunch of our friends and we were praying and begin to intercede and asking the Lord what he wanted to do in, in and through our lives. And he birthed this idea that he wanted us to encourage and equip people to encounter the presence of God. And it was in this encountering that they would in, in, in delve in this this place of freedom and this place of sustainability and this place of joy of, of, of satisfaction in him and in him alone. And so it was through years and years of just cultivating God's love, his joy and his peace that we began to pray and we began to ask the Lord exactly what he wanted to do in and through us. And so then 2020 happened. So you guys know with the COVID and everything that was going on, we began to pray. We began to ask the Lord exactly what he wanted for us. Now get this. We had about 50 youth coming to our house um, strategically from nine different locations, nine different cities that were coming and hearing the gospel and getting healed and getting set free. But it was in that moment that we decided that we needed to expand because of how far we were growing. Well, it was in that expansion that we started to pray about opening up our barn. And guys, it was in opening up our barn that we heard from the Lord to sell everything and go mobile. And so it was in that moment in 2020 that Serena and I decided to sell everything that we owned. And we began to embark on a journey with the Lord. And we thought that it was to do ministry. But what we found out was that God was going to download in us two kind of encampments, uh, encampments of the enemy that he wanted us to start strategically taking over. One of those encampments was the uh, abortion industry. And Serena has a huge testimony and you can read all about it on our website about her um, abortion testimony and how she has spoken at places like the White House and congressional hearings and across the entire United States. But the second thing that he showed us is the human trafficking and the need and the desperate need on how to overcome human trafficking in our nation. Yeah, so I have been a pro-life advocate since about 2018. After the Lord healed me from my abortion, um, he gave me a voice in the pro-life movement. And so I've been able to share my testimony in churches and state capitals and just where anywhere where God would send me, I would say yes and I would go. Um, but once we landed in Southern California and God opened doors for us to do ministry there, we were encountering foster care children who had been in human trafficking. And God just began to teach us about that. And we joined a human trafficking coalition over in California. 
Well, fast forward to present, I accepted the role of regional executive director at Hope Life Center up here in Northern Illinois. And we help women find the freedom to choose a life for their unborn children. Um, I've been in this role for about a year. I've absolutely loved it. In 2022, we saw 167 changed minds. That's 167 babies' lives saved. And this year, we're almost at 100 babies' lives saved. So God is on the move. Mm -hmm. He is at work in this ministry. We are in an abortion battleground state. But one thing that the Lord started to reveal to me is that a lot of the women coming into our clinics were dealing with heavy trauma. We were sensing that some of our patients were being trafficked and abused. And so I needed to dive into uh, deeper training for my team, uh, trauma-informed care type training. And through doing that, I began to wrestle with the Lord because I was feeling like I needed to be a voice for a voiceless in something that's really on his heart in this hour, especially in the United States. I, I have a strong conviction that if we can't do something to end human trafficking in our own backyard, that I can't go to another nation yet. I need to work on it right here in the United States because currently statistics are showing and estimating that over a million women and children and some men are currently caught in human trafficking. And there are only 1600 beds available in the United States for victims of human trafficking. Now, why would we have specific beds for victims of human trafficking? That would be so that that we could give them a special type of care, trauma-informed care, a long-term healing process that they need to go through. And so I believe that God has given me a download or a blueprint for how we can end human trafficking in our nation. And I learned through history, actually, um, studying the Underground Railroad and how slaves would flee from slave states up to free states and there were safe houses available for them. And I believe that we're called through Changing the Culture to plant safe houses in every community in the United States because we don't, we can't just have safe houses where human trafficking is really heavy or really thick. I've been asked that so many times. Well, Serena, what if there isn't human trafficking happening in my city? What can I do? And I say, plant a safe house in your community. These, these victims, these survivors, they need safe places to go and to heal. And they need to actually get as far away as they can from where they were being trafficked or they're at risk for falling right back into the same trap that they were in. And so I began to wrestle with the Lord about all of this. And um, one day I had an encounter where I was just sitting at my desk and feeling like I was supposed to resign from my role at Hope Life Center. And God showed me that, so we bought a flip house back in, was it March? Yeah, it was about March. Okay. And we thought we bought it to flip it, make some money, you know, sell it and make some money and move on. But it was in that moment that the Lord revealed to me that that flip house will actually be the first established safe house of changing the culture and that we were to call it rescued. And we put a T in the word rescued on purpose because we believe that it's through rest 
It's through the finished work of Jesus on the cross that these women are going to find true healing. So we're working toward a long-term trauma-informed care, holistic program for them where they not only heal spiritually through the power of Jesus Christ, but they also get the mental healing, the emotional healing, the physical healing that they need while they're with us. Yeah, amen. Yeah. You know, part of changing the culture, when my wife brought to me, I remember the first time she came to me and she told me about the safe house and how she wanted to utilize that. And I remember thinking back about how it uh, just generated this, this whole concept with changing the culture. And that was that, you know, we really have a burden to leave. It's kind of like when Jesus said to leave the 99 and go after the one. And we begin to have a burden for the one. And so everywhere we went, whether it's in a grocery store or whether it's in um, a, a restaurant or anything, that we started to care about the person in front of us. And so when she brought this safe house up and how we were going to build communities uh, for these women in every single in every single place in the United States, I began to understand that that's what it means to care for the one. That each person, each each person that is affected by human trafficking has a very unique story. And so having one approach isn't going to work, but having a, a number of communities that are different in their own in their own community, a different form of believers that will help support them, a different form of people, a different informed care, whether some ladies might need more uh, trauma informed care, other ladies might need just more spiritual care, more understanding, more healing, uh, more deliverance. There's so much uniqueness to each person, but this is what it means to leave the 99 and go after the one is that if we can form communities and safe houses in all these communities, then we can actually give them a unique experience that's designed specifically for them and let the Holy Spirit kind of do the rest. So if you want to know more about Changing the Culture, you can visit our site. So it's at changingtheculture.org. And if you want specifics to go to rescued, you can do slash rescued, and that's R-E-S-T-C-U-E-D. And you can learn more about how to support us financially because um, we're looking to raise up that first house. So we've bought it. We've purchased it. We've been tearing out walls. We've been creating it. We've been putting it together. And so now uh, with all the additional funding, we're going to be putting it right back into the house, making sure that we um, gather the necessary women that need to support the ministry. And I know that Serena has an outline plan there on the website as well. Beth, thank you so much, Serena, Serena and Corey, for giving us that background. For the benefit of those who are watching this evening who may not understand trafficking, a number of the viewers may have seen the recent movie Sound of Freedom about little children that were abused uh, south of the United States border. Could you just talk about what actually is trafficking? We need a, de a working definition. And then I have a couple of other questions to ask from there. Trafficking can take so many forms nowadays. It is um, happening on the internet. It's happening in people's homes. It's happening in the adult entertainment industry. And it's basically where a, an individual has no say or no control over their lives or the choices that they're making. And 92% of human trafficking cases in the United States are from sexual exploitation. Um, of that 92%, 51% are minors, they're children. And of that 51% of United States children, 60% of those children are from the foster care system. 
So we have so much work to do. If you think about over a million victims of human trafficking, whether they're being trafficked by um, their family member in their home, which is what we encountered in California, sweet girl uh, went to the emergency room because she was in pain and ended up delivering a baby girl. She didn't even know she was pregnant. And the medical team found out that she was being trafficked by her own father. He was a drug dealer and, and he, was, he was using his own child for that. Um, you know, it, it, it looks a little different in the United States than it does around the world. It's, a, it's more hidden. Um, it's not out in the open. Uh, we have such strict um, child labor laws that it, it's not like in a third world country where they're throwing children in shipping containers and shipping them from one country to another and utilizing them for labor trafficking and sex trafficking. It's very different. But I do believe that God is going to expose the works of darkness in our nation. And he's wanting to position us, the church, for that exposure so that those safe houses are ready, so that our arms are open and, and we are the lighthouses for, for these victims to find healing and ultimately to find Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So Serena, it's around the world. It's in the United States. Do you have any idea, has human trafficking, it sounds like a, the bulk of it is sexual exploitation, whether it's children or whether it's adults. So effectively a form of prostitution, only it sounds like the individual doesn't get the money even from the prostitution. If you, if Could you describe, has this problem gotten worse in the United States and around the world in recent times? In particular, we've had 7 million people come into the United States illegally, many of them probably, could you tell us, uh, is it from cartels that are taking people and bringing them into the United States and abusing them here by trafficking them to people in our nation? Could you explain that a little bit? Absolutely, yes. We actually encountered a situation like that where we were in Arizona. We were down at a location, a specific location to pray, and were able to expose that there was trafficking of all sorts happening at this location. It was um, illegal immigrants, um, human trafficking, and drug trafficking. And all three of them were definitely working hand in hand at the border. And local law enforcement were involved as well. We weren't even, even able to report it to them because the drug cartel had actually killed two children of the law enforcement officer. So it is a very serious problem on our border. It's very serious with all of the illegal immigrants coming into our country. They're, they're vulnerable and they're at risk. They're vulnerable, vulnerable because they don't have the resources that we have. Um, they're promised to work when they come into our country and then they get stuck in a situation of human trafficking or forced labor trafficking. And so there are, there are so many complexities to this issue in the United States and specifically, yes, at our border. So Serena and Cora, you sold all that you had, you followed the Lord's leading and you purchased a home in Illinois and you're in the process of flipping it for the purpose of preparing it as a safe home. And this is your vision to see safe homes established across the United States to rescue those just, it sounds very similar to that movie, Sound of Freedom. You want to rescue those who are, who are caught up in trafficking against their will and get them out and deal with long-term trauma 
but also get them to a place of hope and get them to a place of life where they can be reunited with who they were meant to be. Is that safe to say? That is safe to say. Couldn't say it any better. Couldn't have said it any better. Well, we are, we are so grateful that the two of you are here. Could you give us your contact information? Yeah, so they can go onto the website at changingtheculture.org slash rescued. Um, they'll be able to fill out a form in their email address. They can email us also at connect at changingtheculture.org as well. Well, we are grateful, Corey and Serena, that you are there and that God has broken your heart for the million or so who are involved in trafficking. This is a scourge upon our nation. So we thank you and we're we're going to pray. If one of you would just pray right now before we conclude, and then we'll, we'll have the people on the prayer call continue to pray for you and pray for this ministry. So if one of you would please pray now before we conclude. Yes, Father, we just thank you. First, Lord, we just thank you for your presence. We thank you, God, for who you are. God, we thank you for the strategies and the divine intervention that you have, God, for your people. God, we just lift up every single person, every single victim, God, that's been involved or been affected by human trafficking right now, God, and we just call them out of the darkness, God. Father, we're just believing and we're interceding, God. When you said when two or three are gathered, if we ask anything according to your will, it shall be done, God. And so we're just believing with the World Prayer Network, God. We're believing with our brothers and sisters in Christ, God, that you're going to expose the enemy, expose the plans, expose the evil that's been at the forefront of America, God, and begin to bring peace and wholeness and wellness, God. Begin to bring deliverance, God, and, and begin to just give us strategy, and God, and give us the finances and the and the means, Lord God, to bring your will on this earth as it is in heaven, God. And so we're just believing and we're excited, God, about partnering with local brothers and sisters and communities, God, in bringing this down in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Corey and Serena die. We're so grateful for you tonight. Thank you for being on the World Prayer Network. And it's wonderful to see your hearts broken for the things of the Lord. Thank you for saying yes to the Lord, just serving those in this way. Oh, thank you so thank much. Thank you for having us. Yes. Amen. Thank you again. We appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please read the show notes for additional details if you would like a copy of the book or resources mentioned. Remember that WellVersed is a 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. We rely on your support and partnership. Don't forget to hit subscribe to keep up to date with our latest episodes. Leave us a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Thank you for listening to the Well-Versed Podcast. For more information, please go to www.wellversedworld.org.